Well, a few years ago, I should say several years ago, there was a young man who had a visitation from the Lord. Now, when the Lord visited him, the Lord asked him, he said, I want you to quit your job and I want you to start pastoring. Well, the young man replied, he said, well, I want to do what you, what you, what you want me to do. But, but I first, I, I, I need to, I need to work a little bit. I, you know, if I work a little bit longer, I'll be closer to retirement. Well, time went on and he had a second visitation from the Lord. The Lord told him, I want you to quit your job, stop working and start pastoring. He said, Lord, I'm almost at the point of retirement. If you just wait a little longer, I'll be more than happy to do what you call me to do. Well, the young man uh, retired and just like he said, he he got a building and and announced his retire his uh, that he would start pastoring. And but not many people showed up. Things got really hard. What happened? The man wanted to do God's will in his own timing. The word of God tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. God was beckoning him. him. God was asking him. God prompted him. Listen, it's time for you to pastor. Quit your job. Trust and depend on me and follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. But the man said, no, no, it's, it, it's not time. You know, it's unfortunate that 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 young man didn't do what God called him to do then. You see, when God calls you to to do something, he's going to provide for you. Now, let me say this. God may call you to start a business or to pastor, but Unless the Lord tell you to quit your job, don't quit your job. Do not quit your job unless the Lord tells you to. Do not assume because God is telling you to start an, a business or, or to pastor a church or what have you, that he's also telling you to quit your job. Now, understand, the Lord wants you to work, continue to work on that job. Why? Because, first of all, it's going to be through that job that you may be able to procure to, to get a building license. You know, maybe that you that job may help uh, supply income in the form of tithes and offerings if God tell you to start a church. The point is this, obey God and follow the instructions, but do not assume anything. Now, getting back to the story, God told this man specifically once again to quit working, stop working and start pastoring. That means all in that directive was provision. It was provision. God was once again telling that young man, take up your cross and follow me. Now, if you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 14. And we'll begin reading at verse 25. And it says, large crowds went with him and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciples. And whoever does not bear his cross and follow me cannot be my disciples. 
For who among you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost to see whether he has resources to complete it? Otherwise, perhaps after he has laid the foundation and is not able to complete it, all who see it will begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to complete it. Let's look at this. First of all, Jesus said, listen, all who don't hate his father, his mother, sister, brother, wife, children, and even himself cannot be his disciple. Now, what is a disciple? One who follows Jesus. A disciple is one who follows Jesus. What is Jesus saying? Is he telling, he, telling you he wants you to hate your family members, hate yourself? No, no. What he is saying is he wants you to be able to do what he's called you to do. And if it should uh, happen that your family members may get in the way, you'll be able to say, no, no, I'm going to do what God is telling me to do. You know, the old people, there was a song. It said, listen, if, if my mama don't go, I'll journey on. I'm on my way to Canaan land. I'm on my way to the promised land. And no one is going to stop me. Listen, not even myself. Jesus is saying, let no one or let nothing stop you from doing what it is that he has called you to do, being his disciple. Now, he says, and whoever does not bear his cross, follow me, cannot be my disciples. Listen, so God wants you to bear your cross. He wants you to pick up your cross and follow him. Now, what, what, is, what, is, what is your cross? A cross is simply something that will perhaps try to prevent you, if you will, those issues from entering into your promised land, or let me say it this way, from experiencing a resurrection. The cross, the cross, your cross represents your issues. It could be a lack of experience. It could be a lack of education. It could be a lack of money. It could be past mistakes. These things that they speak loudly and tell you that, no, you can't do what God is calling you to do. That's your cross. The Lord is saying, listen, regardless of that, I want you to continue to follow me. Although those voices that those voices may be based on something that may be true, if you will, or some type of factual information. The Lord is saying, I want you, regardless of that, follow me. Now, I'm reminded of Moses. Do you remember Moses? When God called Moses. Moses said, God, I, you know, I, I hear you, but, you know, I, I have speech issues. I, I, I have problems communicating. You know, not only that couple, uh, uh, Moses was thinking about, listen, I got these past issues with, with Pharaoh wanting to kill me and, and I killed a man. All of these different issues, that was a type of cross. But you know what? The Lord convinced him, listen, he didn't allow those issues. He did not allow those issues to keep him from doing what God has called him to do. Take up your cross and follow me. Listen, those that cross those issues are going to speak loudly. It's going to speak loudly. The word of God says, take up your cross and follow me. 
and follow me. Now, let me say this. That cross can be heavy. It can be heavy. It's constantly speaking to you. But you must move forward. Move forward in the calling of God. Let me say this. Along your path, you're going to experience mockers. You're going to meet mockers. Well, what do you mean? What are mockers? Those people that's talking about your vision, those things you say. But it's, they also like to talk about your cross, your issues, your past mistakes, your past failures. You, you know, you have a speaking problem. You know, you have an issue with finances. How are you going, how are you going to do this or that? You know, you have an issue. You don't have enough experience. Where's your degree? How can you do what God, what you said you, God called you to do without a degree? How can you do That's your cross? But those mockers are going to remind you of your issues. Let me say this. Everyone that's endeavoring to do and follow the Lord Jesus Christ will experience mockers. And it's okay. As long as you are following Jesus, it's okay. You're supposed to have mockers. You know, when Jesus was on his way, when he had his cross, when he was on his way, he had people mocking him. You know, if you, you saved others, how come you can't save yourself? I mean, Jesus... Man, you look how badly you're beating, Jesus. I mean, Jesus, listen, you healed otherwise. Why can't you heal those wounds up right away? <laughs> listen, you're going to experience mockers. They're part of the journey. But this is the thing. Make sure the mocking and the cross itself don't blind you or keep you from following Jesus. Now, once again, the word of God says, listen, you're supposed to follow Jesus. You must follow Jesus. Do not allow, once again, that cross or the naysayers to keep you from following Jesus. Now, the only way you're going to stop following Jesus is if you pay too much attention to the cross. You pay too, too much attention to the issues that you have. Those issues, let me say this, they can blind you from seeing Jesus if you don't, if you keep looking at the cross, how heavy the cross is, how that cross is tearing my back up. I'm tired of uh, uh, carrying this cross. I'm, I'm tired of dealing with this cross. Stay on the assignment and follow Jesus. You know, let me say this. If I have my eyes closed, I can't follow Jesus. If I'm too focused on the cross or too focused on the mockers, it'll slow me down. If I'm not careful, I'll stop following Jesus to look and respond to the mockers. If I'm focused too much on the cross and too much how much this cross is hurting me, I'm tired of this cross. It will keep me from following Jesus. If you allow the mockers, if you allow the cross itself to become bigger than Jesus, where you cannot see Jesus anymore, if you're not careful, it'll keep you from reaching your wealthy place, your promised land. You will not experience a resurrection. 
you must understand you got to go through hell before you can receive the resurrection. You have to go through some things. Listen, that cross may become heavier, but it doesn't matter. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow him. It doesn't matter. Now, let me stop here for a moment because unfortunately, some good Christians, now they're on their way to heaven, but they have paid so much attention to the mockers. They have paid so much attention to the cross itself, which represents their issues, that they have put down their cross to go do something else. Now, please don't get me wrong. I believe that they're on their way to heaven. They may have Jesus in their heart. You know, they may even talk to Jesus sometimes. They may consult him about different things, but they've left the place of their cross and they have followed and did what they wanted to do. They have gone out into the wilderness to do something other than what God has called them to do. Unfortunately, let me tell you something. The enemy is very deceptive. He will, he will make you believe, if you will. He'll try to convince you that you can do your own thing without doing what God has called you to do. That's simply not true. You must do exactly what God is calling you to do. You to do. Remember, the word of God says, take up your cross and follow him. Jesus is only going one way. We, you don't know where Jesus. Listen, now, the, the Lord may give you visions and dreams. So you have an idea where you're going, but you don't know how to get there. It takes you following Jesus. Listen, Jesus may say, go left. You have to go left. He may say, go right. You go, go right. Wherever Jesus goes, that's where you go. But you cannot put your cross down and do your own thing. You're no longer following Jesus. You're following the dictates of your flesh, the dictates of your feelings. That's deception. Once again, I did not say you weren't on your way to heaven. You may be on your way to heaven. You may consult the Lord. And, uh, but the point is this. You're no longer operating in the call. That's deception. You will not get to your wealthy place. You will not experience the resurrection that God wants for you without doing what God has called you to do. Those dreams that God has given you, that you've seen yourself doing this, operating on this level, you won't get there unless you follow Jesus. Now, I know I said a lot, but let me give you an example of this. Do you remember the children of Israel? The first generation who left Egypt? They were on their way to the promised land. They were on their way to Canaan land. But they had to bear their cross. What was their cross? They didn't know about being a nation. So God was teaching them how to become a nation. They were slaves. They had this slavery mentality. They saw their insecurities. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. That coupled with the giants in the land, they could not enter in because of unbelief. Do not allow unbelief to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. 
Unbelief will keep you from your journey. What was their cross once again? Their own insecurities. That slavery type mentality. A lack of experience. They allowed these things to keep them from entering in. Now, Moses took them, took them to the promised land. You know, at times there are those individuals who, who listen, they no longer wanted to follow Moses. Moses. Moses represents God in this point. He was their leader. God called them to lead. But, you know, they didn't want to, they didn't want to follow him anymore. They didn't want to follow God. And although Moses took them to the promised land, they did not enter in. And as a result, you know what happened? Instead of entering the promised land, they wandered in the wilderness and that's where they died. I'm going to say this to you once again. You cannot do your own thing. Disobey God. Leave your cross where it says and do your own thing and expect to enter into the promised land. No, my friend, unless you change, you will die in the wilderness. Now, you all, I'm sorry, I know this sounds harsh. I don't want to sound mean, but listen, the enemy loves to hide in darkness. He loves to hide behind feelings. The truth of the matter is God has called every last one of us to do a specific work, to do a specific assignment. You have a calling on your life. Yes, you may be gifted to do this and that, but you have a specific assignment. If you do not do that assignment, if you're not on your way following Jesus, taking up your cross, what are you doing? You're either doing that or you're doing your own thing. Which one are you, are you doing? God is calling you to take up your cross and follow him. Be his disciples. You cannot follow Jesus doing your own thing. Now, the provisions for the children of Israel, their first generation was in the promised land. But they end up wasting away in the wilderness. God's plan with them was in the promised land. If you notice, they did not experience the promised land living in the wilderness. If you notice, they did not experience promised land living in the wilderness. Some of y'all may be saying, well, brother, pass, look, I'm doing okay, you know, and you may be doing fine, but you're not living to the degree of prosperity, spirit, soul, and body, financially, socially, whatever, as you would if you were doing what God has called you to do. God has placed you on this earth to be, to fulfill a destiny, to fulfill a destiny. You all, the Lord wants you to take up your cross. Any issue that you may have that in this cross, once again, may be screaming loudly at you. It's constantly telling you, you can't make it. You can't do it, but that's okay. Continue to follow Jesus because Jesus is going to take you right there to your promised land. Look, there will be a resurrection. If you follow Jesus, and the places, the dreams that God has shown you will become a reality. But you must do what God has called you to do. Amen. Take up your cross and follow him. Give God a hand clap of praise.